Hello again my friends and you are my friends and welcome to a transfer special. ITFC have announced they've signed striker George Hurst from Leicester for 1.5 million. I'm so excited. Sadly I can't host this transfer special. I've uh, ruptured, herniated, whatever the term they want to call it, my S1 disc. So sitting down, lying down, standing up for periods of time, doing anything actually, is a rather challenge. So. I will leave in the capable hands of this man. Over to you, Rich. Good afternoon, everybody. How are we all doing? Poor old Gov Rich. He's on the sick note. So, actually, Mike Brown was supposed to be joining me. I don't know where he is. I've rung him. I've texted him. He hasn't um, answered, but thank you for stepping in at the last minute, mate. How are you? I'm all right, yeah. It's... Um... Cheerful day today, isn't it? After a couple of days of of him being stalked around town. I mean, let's start on the, the, the social media. It was um, there was his car spotted. Someone looked at his number plate. It's a Yorkshire number plate. Then he was at Ufford Park. Then he was spotted at the Salt House. I was thinking because it, we thought this was uh, I think this was on Tuesday, wasn't it? When it, it sort of the news broke, he had his medical. I was thinking, is he having second thoughts, Rich? You know, he's getting all these strange people posting on social media. He's probably thinking, yeah, I might stay at Leicester or go somewhere else. But thankfully, he's joined this morning. Uh, Four-year contract, 1.5 million. Well, starting at 1.5 million, it's going to rise. Um, I see Stuart Watson saying, Stuart, it, it won't be um, the transfer record that uh, Matteo Serini. So, um, what's your thoughts? I think it's a cracking sign, and it's a player that knows McKenna. McKenna knows him knows the players. There's only been one addition in Jack Taylor and of well, two, if you count clearance liquor. Um, so he knows everyone and he knows how much effort he's going to have to put in training wise. And I think that's only all of it's positive. And it's a snip 1.5 for him. I think is a snip. Yeah. I know when, when you look at um, Ellis Sims, obviously we, we, look, we were linked with him, Rich. I don't know if we ever put a bid in. No one sort of really knows, but he's, I think it's initially, I think it's about three and a half, four million for him. And that could rise to eight million. My, my boss supports Coventry. He was quite happy with it. He said it's if they like score a certain number of goals, gets to the Premier League. But I think Hurst, that the only thing is people will say he had the loan spell, didn't he, at Blackburn? And he didn't do, didn't do very well. I don't think he scored a goal, Rich. So what would you come yeah, back to anybody? What would you come back to people who say he struggled before in the Championship? Yeah, but I think when you look at actually how many games he started, he didn't really get that many minutes because right. they had Brereton Diaz scoring loads for him at that period. Um, I think if you ask Blackburn fans now, they'd probably snap your hands off for him because they've lost Diaz as well now, haven't they? So I, I think it's horses for courses. The style of play that we play, is it the same as Blackburn? I don't really know. I've not really watched enough of Blackburn, but... I, th I think we'll play exactly the same style as we played in the League One in the Championship, and he fits that mould. So, yeah, I, was, I, was, I see his interview today. It was it was quite interesting when you think they're in Austria. He's not actually going to join up. He's going to join him on Monday because he's probably look, he's got things to tie up at home. He's probably got to look for somewhere to live in the area. Probably stay at the Soul House for a while. It was quite interesting, Rich, when you got Luke Waring's doing the the picture. 
because obviously Mark Ashton's in Austria. And then you've got Marcus Nash doing the interview on the, the town website because Andy Warren and all the rest are in Austria. So it's sort of a bit of skeleton staff. But do you think, right, we've signed George Hurst, we've got Freddie the Dapo. Do, do you think we need to add another striker to that mix? Before we're gonna, we'll bring Colin in in a minute. He'll, he'll come in and we'll chat. I'm not... I'm not convinced that we do unless it, it has to be the right person if we do, because are they really, if they bring a third striker in, are they bringing them in to be the number one? Probably not. That's probably Hurst that's going to start a lot of games and then Zappa will come off the bench or the other way around, depending on the opposition. I, it's got to be either someone young on loan to give them some minutes, but they're not going to get loads. I, I just... I'm not convinced. I think we possibly have already seen a hint in in the preseason that maybe they're going to play Jackson as a third striker and and aim to improve, increase the pressure on Burns as a right midfielder. Maybe I don't know. I don't know what what their options are. Yeah, it, look, he, he came in, didn't he, George Hurst, and he, he had a few games before he scored, and then he obviously scored the goal at Burnley. So he scored seven goals, Rich, and you think it was a good return. I did say when we, um, I done the show with Martin when we signed him on loan, and I said if he gets probably six to eight goals, that's a good return. I know you're the man, obviously, with the predictions. So let's do a wild prediction now, and in the chat, how many goals will George Hurst score for Town in the Championship next season? I. I don't think that it's going to be anywhere near as high score in a league points-wise or goals-wise the championship this season because it's a lot stronger. I think I think all of the top eight will take points off each other. Um, and I think I put us in that mix. I I think him and Ladapo could both get double figures next season. Yeah, you've got Steve Paris's 15, Robert Grimsley 18, Adrian Garrett 12. I think if he got rich, if he got 15 goals, Josh says nine. Um, I think if, if he got 15 goals, I think you, you'd be happy with that. I think the striker we need, um, it's like Carl Brooks says there, if we are to sign another striker, I think it'd be a different type of profile. Perhaps a John Jules type where he can play nine or ten to, and there's two extra places on the bench. That's, that's what I'd go. I'd go for someone who's versatile in any of them front three positions. And like you say, you're right what you say, that... It's going to be hard to attract someone to come in knowing that they're not going to be first choice. You know, I think mm. we probably know that. I think you know you're starting free if if we all picked out um, front free for the first game of the season at Sunderland. It's going to be injury permitting. It's going to be Broadhead, Hurst and um, Chaplin, isn't it, really? Yeah. And it'll be and it'll be Burns and, and Davis on the wings. It'll, it's only going to be a decision about who starts in place of Clark, and that's likely to be Jay. There's not going to be many positions that are up for grabs at the start of the season. Maybe centre midfield, maybe alongside Morsey. I think Jack Taylor. If it it depends, you know, in pre-season, it how he fits in, how he gets on, or it, it might be horses for courses. You know, you go, you're going away to Sunderland first game of the season. Kira might want to keep it tight, and he want to go with Morsey and Luongo, who had a great. Um, Season. It's, it's interesting when you look, Rich. This is the fifth, seventh figure signing that we've made under Game Changer. So you've got Leif Davis, Harry Clark, Jack Taylor, Nathan Broadhead, George Hurst. They're all at that similar good age, aren't they, to bring them in, 
improve them, possibly sell them on. Look, we, we, we're not saying we're going to sell anybody, but it's, it's, it's the profile of sort of player that we're looking at and you're looking to improve these players, aren't they? Yeah, and I think in reality, not that I'm suggesting that we ever would sell them this season, you've got people like Chaplin, Davis for de- definite, probably Burns. There's probably six or seven of our players that we've signed in the last two years that are worth more now than they were when we signed them. And yeah. that's because of, of the ages and also how they're played. And we've got now a lot of players that are either in international squads regularly or pushing to get in them. And that's not only going to help when it comes to them getting even better because they'll go and they'll be training and playing against even better opposition. Yeah, definitely. So how excited? I know you've... Um, I see your tweet earlier about uh, Mads Anderson had to go to the Premier League to get away from Georgia. How are you excited to see Georgia's bully championship defenders like he did that night at Oakwell? But I, that's that's just it, isn't it? Who are the two of the best centre backs everyone reckons in League One last season were Anderson and Cashin, and Hurst destroyed both of them in the games that we played them, and and I'm I'm just buzzing for he's very physical, but is mobile as well, and I and I think we saw a lot towards the end of the season that the Dapo's a different type of striker, but the last thing that centre backs want to see coming off the bench is Ladapo after they've been run ragged by Hurst and Chaplin and Broadhead. Yeah, definitely. So I think I'm, just, I'm just excited about what could happen this season because I think we're going to be incredibly hard to beat. Yeah, I think, look, he's, I'd see his interview and he mentioned obviously coming and he fitted in straight away. Obviously, he mentioned Kieran McKenna and, and we've said this before on here, Rich, that every single player that we've brought into the football club They've all improved. They've all been improved by the manager. And Hurst is another one. I want to bring in Colin. Colin's in. We, there is a lot, uh, link in the chat if anyone wants to get involved. Uh, we're only going to be probably another 10 minutes. We don't want to do too long this afternoon. But good afternoon, Mr Plum. How are we? How's retirement? Yeah, brilliant, mate. What, one week in. One week in. <laughs> yeah, it's all right, mate. It's all right. Oh, Richard, anyway. how are you? Hello, Rich and Richard. <laughs> George Hurst, what are your thoughts, Colin? Yeah, really pleased, really pleased. Um, you know, I've, I've read one or two things about was uh, Alice Sims seeing a bit of a smokescreen. <clears throat> Perhaps. I don't think we'll ever know that. Um, but, um, you asked me the question, am I happy about it? Yes, I am. So we brought a player in who knows the system. He knows what is going to be asked of him as regards fitness. And we've seen the boys over in Austria, Rich and Richard. Um, they're really putting it in over there. And Rich knows. I spoke to that lad who's just come down as a coach for Manchester City at Needham. And he said to me, and I didn't ask him the question, he said it to me. He said, them boys, Colin, over the last couple of weeks have been really putting it in since they got back. So George knows that what is, like I say, what is needed of him. He knows what fitness levels Kieran wants of him. And he knows all of that and he knows how we play and he, and, 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 and let's face it, all little things, Rich and Richard, you know, why excite me? Like, I mean, I, you know, I was sitting down to South Ramsey Lower last year just for that little time. And the amount of times, you know, Chappers or him scored that goal down the corner flag near the tunnel, they'll practice that little golf swing. 
so much camaraderie there between them. And, and, and I, I kind of didn't 100% know, but I kind of 95% knew, like I think all of us, that he would come back, Rich. He did. Um, he did mention that celebration in his um interview, Colin. But he, he, I haven't he, seen that he, yet. He, really alluded, he said Chap is it a bad shot? It's hit something. He didn't say what it was, and he didn't really want to go into it anymore. So there might be a little bit more to come there. I, I think. Rich, I swear, I swear, to God, I haven't seen that interview yet. Good interview. It's about eight minutes long. Yeah. Go and check it out on the town um, website. Yeah. Going back to you, Rich. It's right. So we signed Jack Taylor, who we obviously chased. In January, there's interest before. We've signed George Hurst, who we've chased for a long while. Now, there's probably going to be more signings. Now, these players, this is not just by luck that they're signing these players, Rich. They've had these players on the radar for a long, long time. And probably who, whoever's next through the door, there's rumours going on the socials. He's going to be on town's radar. He's not just going to be someone with... Like, like an, an had me, Rich. He'd be the one player that I would say during this game-changer era, he's the only player that we've probably taken a punt on. Under McKenna, under McKenna I yeah. think, for definite. Yeah. yeah, because I think I think when we was having to sign so many because Cook got rid of so many, there was more scattergun approach then than there has been under McKenna. But under McKenna, they've definitely gone, these are the players we want, this is the profile we want. Had me was because they didn't get Hurst. Yeah, and we'd only just played Burton, and he played well against them, and that's got to have been a factor. Well, they were looking at Broadhead a long while ago, weren't they? Before they brought him in in January, they were looking probably this yeah. time last summer, and he's he's probably at that time thought I'll probably go to the Championship at Wigan. Obviously, it didn't work out for him there. Um, right, Colin, where we, right? We'll do your hang on. We'll, we'll we'll come to you. I know you love your predictions, George Hurst. Yeah. How many goals do you feel that he'll score in the Championship? We're going. We're going up to a different level now. Um, I'd say if I was George Hurst, as a decent striker like he is, I would say he would be looking at least at least of getting, you know, in an injury-free season. Say he played, say, say thirty-five games, thirty-seven games. I'd say he would be looking at getting at least fifteen. Yeah, that's the general in the chat. Yeah. Colin. Roy Clark says 15. I, I think that, if, if, sorry, Rich. Sorry, I, I meant, you know, at that level. Because I'll say in 35, 37 games in League One, he'd probably be looking to get 20, 25. I'd say in the Championship, he'd be happy with 15 to 20. Although, interesting, he's not actually scored a Championship goal, Colin. Well, yeah. It's all about, like you said, Rich, systems, players fitting systems. He's come in. He's the ideal number nine for me in this team that we play under McKenna, the football we play under McKenna. Obviously, you said, Rich, that the Dapo, he's that good sub. He can come on 65, 70 minutes, you know, and he's, like I say, he's run them defenders ragged. You've got a fresh Ladapo coming on. Will Freddie be good enough for the championship? That's probably a conversation for another time, you know. I think he's done really well last season when he came in. He scored goals in the championship. I think he got 10-11 for Rotherham. Uh, where do we next see us going? But quickly, we've got a couple of videos to end the show with. Um, I'll quickly grab both your thoughts. Where do you see us next Next signing coming? We will go with uh, you, Rich. And we can end with you, Colin. I, I think it'll be a centre-back. Two seconds, wait a minute. Uh, keep, keep talking. 
I think it'll be a centre-back and it'll probably be the trusty guy that's been rumoured um, because it's fairly rare for the EADT or TWTD to mention players without there being something around it. You get a lot of other stuff on Twitter and Facebook and stuff about players, but it's normally when they start mentioning them that it's actually looking like it's legit. I was just rescuing the dog, Rich. He was just digging a bloody hole in the garden. That's where I had to go to get her in. Um, yeah, I think, look, I think we need another centre-back. He's obviously been linked. He was at Birmingham last year. I think he got their young player of the year. Uh, I don't 40 see odd games for them last yeah, year. 40 odd games. I don't see him. I had a little bit of banter on, on Twitter with a Birmingham fan because he was going, oh, why well, would he go to Whipswich? And I was like, hang on. Did you retire that shirt like you did Bellingham's? <laughs> where, where do you next see us going? And how quickly, both of you, quickly as well, I've got I'll have another question for you after where you see us next going. And then we go to some videos. Well, Richard read my mind absolutely 100%. I was going to say exactly the same thing. That, From a personal point of view, if I was Kieran McKenna, that is exactly where I would be after trying to fit another, um, you know, fit, fit another piece into the jigsaw, obviously. And, and to be honest, like Richard and Rich both know, um, we are desperately, well, we are, we're desperately short at centre-back. And we and we need that strengthening, Rich. We really do, don't we? Well, we've got Cameron Burgess, you've got Wolfie, you've got, uh, obviously, Fridge. You, you got, you've got Bagger, but I think he's going to go out on loan. I'd be amazed if he was still a full club. Uh, how many, I will give my prediction. I think we need three more players. I think we need a centre-back. I think we need another striker, like we said, Rich, sort of who can play across them front three. And I think possibly a wide man. But saying that, if you've got a player, Rich, like, like you said about Jackson, if you could sign that versatile forward who can play in them wide areas, you might only need two, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It depends. What about you, Colin? What do you think? Well, I think you know we definitely need we definitely need strengthening and strengthening it right back. We certainly need somebody to be pushing Wes on. Um, so that's two. That would give us four. I, when I was asked the question um, earlier on, how many do I think we get in for the for the new season? I did say I think I did say four. So if we get, I think if we get another one in on top of that, Rich, like I say, another another striker, maybe somebody like the lad from Coventry, or or or, or we've been rumoured to be looking at, or whatever. Um, but I think, like I say, a right back, um, a centre half, and 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 somebody wide, um, um, somebody wide who who's got pace, who can score a goal, kind of thing. I'd be, I think, I'd be more than happy. Isn't it nice though that we've got a, we've got an actual plan, Rich? What we're doing, where we're going, what sort of player we want? It's it's just it's a world apart from what it was under the previous regime when that we all remember that summer when we had the picture of what was it Cornell Hawkins and Stephen <laughs> <Wall. laughs> it's a different ball game isn't it we've got yeah. investment that everyone will have seen on on the socials as well that's gone into the to the company's house registration stuff all of that cash that's been invested that's big money there's clubs in the premier league that won't be having that kind of cash injection other than from the tv deal Whereas we've got that on top of anything else that they bring in from talk from town TV and all of that kind of thing that they're doing, I, I, and then I think in January, looking at how it is all set up, they'll strengthen again if it looks like we're going to need it to go up. Yeah, 
Definitely. I think we'll, we'll spend, spend in January if we're anywhere, even touching the playoffs or within a few points. Anyway, thanks for everyone that's uh, tuned in. Really appreciate you jumping in at the last minute, Rich, and I don't know where the hell Mike is. He's, he was all keen to come on and he's, um, he's not here. Anyway, Colin, thank you for, as usual for you. Hope you have a good holiday off to Cornwall. And um, we will be back on Sunday evening with Talking Town at, I think, 7.45, followed by Talking Cricket at 9. And we've just got a couple of videos um, from a couple of well-known people with their thoughts on George Hurst to close the show. Thank you for tuning in. So Ipswich Town signed George Hurst for 1.5 million, raising to, I think if I'm um, reading right, 4.5 million um, with add-ons and incentives. Um, I think that's a really great deal. I would have been a bit iffy if we'd have done a four and a half million up front, which is what I think was first being touted. But it means if we pay that full whack, then he's actually earned it, in which point he will be worth four and a half million. Um, really happy with it, actually, thinking about it. Um, really good striker. Um, he's fit. The fans love him. Um, he's obviously very happy at the club. And um, reading Mark Ashton's interview again, he only wants players and he's going to sign them who will you know, bleed and die for the club. So clearly, as a character, um, he obviously fits that bill. So really happy. I still think we need one more. Um, Jackson being more of a winger, um, Piggott probably going out, which he will do, means we have um, Ladapo and Hurst up front. That's a really good, I think, championship strike force. But I do think we need one more in case one gets injured or loses form. But it's a good step in the right direction. It's a good deal. Um, and it's the deal I'm actually most happy about. Um, it looks like another Ashton Masterclass. Keep them coming. So, the worst kept secret in Suffolk is out. George Hurst has signed for 1.5 million, an undisclosed fee officially, but Stuart Watson, EADT, reporting 1.5. I'm delighted. Absolute delighted to get George back at Portman Road. Do I still think we need a striker to compete with George and Big Freddy? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, I wouldn't want to go into the season, particularly based off the fact their championship records aren't the best with, with, with just Freddie, Caden Jackson and George Hurst. So yeah, I'd still be in the market for another striker. But listen, we watched George Hurst at the back end of last year. Once he got into the groove, once he got the system, once he got what was respected or ex expected rather of a striker in the Kieran McKenna system, he excelled. Absolutely excelled and firmly, despite what I claimed when he signed the first time, moved that needle. And we'll always remember him bullying Mads Anderson at Barty, who, by the way, is now a Premier League defender. So I'm thoroughly looking forward to seeing George Hurst bully centre heart in the Championship. And the fee of 1.5, listen, someone called Suffolk and Stabbery because Mark Ashton is it's, it's a robbery. It's an absolute robbery for me. 24, a striker, a good spell on loan. 1.5. Filthy. Love the signing. See you soon.